Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to Concussion Talk podcast. My guest today is Killian Hernett, who's a physiotherapist. And we will talk about physiotherapy, rugby, concussions, and one of the symptoms that's often overlooked, but is very, very common. And Kelly found it himself when he had his concussions, is mental health issues. First, though, I'd like to thank Masancha Headcheck Health. Headcheck Health bridges gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League. Eastern Washington University, and the Volleyball of Canada, who rely on HeadCheck to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. And please subscribe, rate, review, follow me wherever you get podcasts. So Apple, Spotify, Good Pods, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever else you find podcasts. And please check out the advertisers on my webpage, so at ConcussionDoc.com. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoy this interview. I hope this is recording now. Um, I'll check again. We're not doing this the third time, buddy. No, we're not doing the third time. It is recording. Great. All right. So <coughs> this is Killian and me, and uh, this is round two. We recorded last last Thursday, and uh, yeah. there was too much distortion. I had the mic turned up too high, so we had to record again. So apologies if this is well, actually. No, you haven't heard it before, so never mind. It's not repeat, it's repeat for us. <laughs> but uh, for Italian and me, it's, uh, it's you know, it's just, you know, price of price of the game, or price of participation, or something like that. Anyway, I'll, this is all rambling, so I just try to record this. Uh, it doesn't matter, this is, the, this is a bearded podcast, man. You can cut whatever the fuck exactly, you want. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, you know, made, who knows. But uh, now, with Kelly and Hernan, and... Uh, Guess we'll just again you just introduce yourself to who is we'll talk about we will talk about concussions physiotherapy rugby and rugby and your podcast PC Lab podcast but um and anything else you feel you want to talk about yeah right? sure but man. uh yeah. first of all just introduce yourself to the lovely people yeah I guess uh, I would be St John's born and raised both my parents were Irish. It came over in 1984, immigrated over during a recession, had three crazy boys. I'd be right in the middle. Um, I guess the reason the Hernets are here is part and parcel because the the Parfrey household and Pat Sr. recruited my dad over who worked together in the same field. And then my mother and Ben Vaughn, who was Pat's wife, um, they were best friends as well. So... Really grew up in town. I uh, grew up in households where education and sport was very, very preached. Uh, we we're around seven boys, so I didn't really know how to talk to females until I was about twenty-five. <laughs> but uh, very, very competitive, very fun, very active childhood. Um, realized probably by the age of sixteen, I was definitely not good enough to go pro or anything. 
and probably had the insight and the it's awareness. It's sports, you mean? Yeah, yeah. You're going to a pro and pick that hair, me. Yeah, I guess I am pro. I pretend to be pro at that anyway. I, I, I don't think I, I know near as much as some of my colleagues, for sure. I'm only eight years out, but exactly. yeah, that is what I do by trade. Uh, I guess how I came to that, I, again, was fortunate to grow up with uh, brothers and parents who really preached school, so I had a plan of going to a ski resort that I used to ski at called Grey Rocks in Quebec. Yes. Long story less long, they bankrupt. So instead of having the high school plan... When did they bankrupt? Because mm-hmm. I remember hearing about them all and I was like... Yeah. So they, I, know, I, was, I wasn't a skier, but there's no people... Yeah, so they're affiliated out. with uh, Mount Tremblant. Okay. So they're right across, like only like a 20-minute drive. Okay. And... Um, my parents fell in love with the place. They learned how to ski there. Okay. Both uh, being Irish, they'd never skied before. They were in the showing you how to ski. <laughs> they did, yeah. I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was okay at one point, actually. But uh, I guess there was golf, tennis, and skiing, which would have been three sports that... I was not cheap. Not cheap. No, no, no. But uh, I was hoping to become a coach in all of those oh, instead of going to university right away. Yeah. And... Uh, much to the approval of my mother, uh, because they went bankrupt, I decided to go to Memorial. Ah. And I pursued, so I guess like anyone, you didn't really know what you wanted to do. So first year was a bit of a trial period, and then good buddy of mine who's a physio here locally, he was like, Kelly, you should try can, I'm doing it, kinesiology. So I did that, graduated in 2013, and then fortunately was, it was a great program, really good program yeah. to mine. And then um, from work placements, I figured out I was going to go down the physiotherapy route. Cool. Um, and yeah, I was accepted into uh, the University of College Dublin in Ireland. Right. So I went over there from 2013 to 15. Somehow convinced them to let me pass. And then, um, yeah, I... Jake the wheels and you get your... Yeah, it wasn't a very straightforward no. path for me, man. Like, I came back 2015, and the way the exam works is you have to pass multiple-choice exam yeah. to be able to work on a temporary you're license. Bored, you're bored yeah, you're bored, and yeah. like, I struggled immensely. Yeah. I had uh, I a letter on my wall that says I'm not allowed to practice in Canada, because if you fail three times, you're sort of abolished from the system. Um, and the way around that is... The way around it for me was there was an hour-long delay the third time. So yeah. that was, that went through the, uh, I guess, uh, the process so of, it process. yeah, it was like the academic reconsideration process. So oh, yeah. I went through that, but that took over two years to have an attempt at all three of those exams, so an international graduate that, uh, that happens. And fortunately I was working as a personal trainer during that time. Right. And I did a little bit of work with some of the MUN teams as a volunteer basis as a kid, but uh, I'm sorry, when I was in uh, kinesiology. Um, so that was very, very good for my professional development. Yeah. So I worked in a place yeah. called Definitions and uh, worked alongside some physios, but some really good strength and conditioning coaches. Was that the one in Elizabeth Avenue? It was started by Mike Wall and Mike O'Neill. Oh, Mike Wall, yeah. They started downtown, but yeah. when I got on board, they were by... Mike Wall's done a podcast. Yeah, Mike is. Yeah, Mike's. Uh, where's he's Mike in, right now? He's, he's in, in Hawaii Nepal right now. Or he's in Hawaii right now. Is he? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Mike's a great guy. So, yeah, I worked. <coughs> sorry, I worked with them for more or less two years, and then I realized that I had put all my focus on the third attempt. And then there was a local physiotherapist here called Rob Kelland, who really gave me a great opportunity to learn under him on unpaid internship for seven months. And probably the greatest thing that ever happened to me was failing that exam three times because that sent me back overseas. Yeah. I made two calls. I made a call to my buddy who's a non-practicing lawyer in Ottawa to help spice up my response or appeal letter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, got on the, got on the second call was to a guy named Stephen Brownwell, um, who's one of my best buddies in Ireland. And he advocated for me and I got to work in one of the top sports medicine clinics over in Ireland called DBC so that really really fast-tracked my learning but also I think in any profession it's best to surround yourselves by experts and people who are way smarter than you so um, with all the ups and downs and all the uh, you know I'm not going to say my story is much different than anyone's you you deal with with the unfortunate stuff and 
you build up some armor from it. But um, I've been very fortunate to pick the brains of and more or less steal the treatment protocols and the advice of people a lot more experienced than me. So I was there from 2017 to 2019, uh, very much in a sports role. Um, my family history, we would have all been very, very sports inclined. I was better at tennis and golf than anything, but my father's Irish born loved, absolutely loved rugby and golf. So I always had appreciation for the sports, but working in a professional capacity in the sport of rugby here in Swiler starting in 2013 from a volunteer perspective and then seeing it on a professional level in Ireland, yeah, yeah. I fell in love with the culture, uh, yeah. how humble people were, how yeah. we focused they were instead of I focused. Yeah. And uh, I realized that most of my friends were rugby players. And I said, you know what, I've, I've got to try this. So I played at a very limited capacity in Ireland. Because oh. my, main, my main obligations to the club were as a professional, and you're not much good as a physio if you're, if you're hurt, right? <laughs> and you look at me, and you'll tell, like, I don't have a traditional build for, for rugby, but an athlete is an athlete. Yeah. So any body type can play if you're, if you're half cracked to, yeah. to be willing to sign up for volunteer war for 80 minutes. So yeah. I, I fell in love with it. Um, and I uh, came back here 2019, and COVID happened. And I guess along the way, then I, I suited up for my first year. And I guess the context of this podcast is more head injuries. So I had a very, very bad head injury last July. So it was July 16th. Right. And that sort of put me on this roller coaster ride of the last nine months of uh, having to come to terms with my past with, with head injuries in sport and mm-hmm. with uh, just living life. And learning about the concussions, Marcus. Did you learn much about concussion or brain injury at all when you were in, in school? Not the no, Man, honestly, we did, uh, shout out to two of my classmates now, we did a uh, course in Mon, and we had uh, the option of picking the topic, Yeah. and we did head injuries in, nice. in the NFL, looking oh. at different helmets, yeah. Yeah. and then CTE was a big yeah. thing coming yeah. up then, but it, was, yeah. it wasn't very well understood, Yeah. and then, um, no, we didn't do any in physio school yeah and i don't think that i think in the last five years it's become a lot more understood yeah. there's a lot more emphasis what i can say is my work experience has been quite good in that sense yeah i do not call myself a concussion expert no i can deal with concussions in rugby and in hockey because i've had experience in it but i will be the first one to tell you that if someone has a very, very complicated head injury past, I, I send them down to NL Bounce yeah. physically. Yeah. And Kevin, yeah. Ke- well, Kev's good. Kev's really good. Yeah. Kev's good at more of the sports side of things, but yeah. Jake Warren and Kim Furlong yeah. and yeah. Alex Lai, yeah. and the list goes yeah. on. They're all very, very like heavily trained in this. They've yeah. done continuous professional development courses. Um, I was from, saying Kevin because he's in your, he's in your podcast, right? Yeah, Kevin's a business partner yeah, of mine. He's yeah. a mentor of mine. He's yeah. he's looked he's looked after me my entire life. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean they're they're the ones doing it at this yeah. level, right? Yeah. And um, it wasn't until I went over to Ireland and the IRFU, which is the Irish uh, Rugby Federation Union, they were really putting a hard hard stance on taking care of head injuries. Okay. So in 2017, the protocols have changed now. That's a World Rugby is there in Dublin too, right? Oh, man. Rugby... World Rugby headquarters? Or? Yeah, they're in... I don't know where they are in Ireland, but they're... I figured they're... Figured they're Dublin, Dublin, probably. Yeah. Probably. I thought they were like above like north... There's the, not the south of Liffey. There's like north... Yep. There's yep. The, the ten, there's a... Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a state in there, I think. Yeah, there's one called the Aviva, the glass one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're dead right. So that is capacity about sixty five thousand. Okay, so that's so they'll they'll host the the big rugby games, the like the national games there, right, or the international games. So yeah, you're you're right. The the RFU oversees rugby there, right? That would be like hockey Canada here. All right. So they um, they implemented concussion return to play protocols for grassroots levels okay. and then pro and at the time it was 
23 days for anyone under the age of 18, and then yeah. 21 days um, graded return to play kind of thing for anyone over the age of 18 to 19. They have since changed that. It's a little bit less yeah. strict now. Yeah. But like any injury, Nick, it's more based on yeah. symptom. Yeah, and, and it's evolved a lot in the past. since like five years, two years even. A big time, man. Like, when did you have your injury? Oh, I had a zero injury in, in uh, 03. Yeah. So I'll be 20, 20 years in August. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, no one knew that brain injury at all. Even conditions were, like, way... Way down the line, but yeah, brain injury, it's even that it's a very severe one, like I was in a coma, and uh, yeah, it was like they had no idea, no idea yeah. about what to do, yeah, yeah, you're right, right? It's, it's yeah. such a brand new, growing field, yeah. and like similar to you, I think my first real diagnosed concussion was in 2002. Yeah, and I played in that hockey game, and that yeah. wasn't to the fault of any of my coaches. Right. It was just that yeah. wasn't understood, right? And yeah, like I was knocked out. I was not in a coma for two weeks, no. but I was knocked out that, for yeah. a few seconds or yeah. a few minutes, and blurry, blurry memories of that at twelve. But um, yeah, I think. Well, oh, head injury, and also <laughs> like who remembers <laughs> anything when you're twelve, yeah. right? But yeah, I think like over the years, I can definitively say I've been diagnosed with five or six, yeah, like good knocks, right? And like I've got a few scars on the back of my head from stitches, and yeah. uh, a lot of it was just being, um, you know, a rambunctious kid or yeah. you know, a young adult who didn't uh, didn't, didn't really care about his personal yeah, safety no. too much, right? Didn't um, think, but didn't think much further than like this. Yeah, or like yeah. yeah. Up, you know, six inches around your face. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think, like, I've had symptoms in the last nine months that you can't really ignore. Right? Yeah. So I got kicked in, in the head uh, just during, a like, a routine rugby play. And, and yeah. that stuff happens, right? And that, that was when you were, you were back here when you were in... Yeah, so this you, was... You, know, you, started, you started doing playing rugby in Ireland, but you were yeah. actually concussed majorly. Last July here. Yeah, so I was 32 last summer. Well, 31 when that happened, 30, turning 32. But I'd only really started playing when I was about 28 or 29. Okay. So, so yeah, it would have been 2008. Or, sorry, 2018 when yeah. I started really playing yeah. over in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, I probably took one bad hit, uh, just come to think of it, in training. Just like a whiplash hitting an AstroTurf oh, cold in the middle of winter, but like yeah. I was very fortunate I didn't actually play that much because, yeah, um, yeah it was it was really, so last, I'd probably take you back now because it's more relevant, but yeah. it would have been uh, July 16th of 2022, just a, like a routine play. I caught the ball. I was tackled by four people, and then the way it works in rugby is it's called a ruck to protect the ball. Your yeah. teammate comes in, and the other team comes, and they fight for possession of the ball, right? Yeah. So it's a little bit uh, hectic in there, for yeah. lack yeah. of a better term, for yeah. anyone who yeah. hasn't played rugby or watched it or understand it. So yeah. one of the guys inadvertently on my team kicked me in the head, but yeah. I'll take ownership. I yeah. didn't position my body yeah. in the ideal way of protecting my head. Yeah. My entire focus was, okay, I got hit on my, like, rolled over on my right. I need to get to the left yeah. because I want yeah. to protect the ball. Oh, yeah. Right? So... Again, like anything, you're, you're generally thinking of more, okay, how am I going to be better for my team than yeah. personal safety? So, yeah, I got kicked in the head. Uh, fortunate to have really, really good coaches. Morgan Lovell's phenomenal coach. He's done so much for this for the sport in this province from grassroots all the way up, and he's very, very well trained in concussions. And then we were fortunate for one year to have Jamie Codmore, who's played pro rugby in Made a career yeah, out of it. He was on the podcast in an episode. I sent you. Yeah, you sent me that. Yeah, 20, yeah. You're 22 or something. I think it's 20. I'm going to say 22, but I could be wrong. But great. Look at James. Jim, come on. My yeah, podcast. great guy. He, uh, and, and like he played 18 years, so he's he's had his own yeah. extensive head issues. So yeah. both of them were on the sidelines. The guys hauled me off. Yeah. I had a goose egg on my head, so basically my forehead had shot out in a yeah. certain way from yeah. the cleat. Uh, one, of, one of my good buddies here told me to put a cold spoon on it and said it happens, right? But again, it's it's interesting given I had worked yeah. on the other side of that, had had to yeah. not diagnose but Treat. look for and then send on for a doctor to then look at um, true concussions, right? Yeah. I've been doing that 
for four years. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I was in denial. I actually did not think I had a concussion because I was <coughs> <coughs> naive. I wasn't looking at emotional issues. Yeah. I was looking for your classic dizziness, headache, nausea, sensitivity to light, and I didn't have any of those. Yeah. So the next day I went for a trail run and I did that because I was subbed out of the game early, so I was like, I gotta keep my fitness going. And um it was interesting and alarm bells had gone off at the end of that ten or eleven K trail run I started crying. Yeah. And it wasn't that I was like overwhelmed with Massive positive emotions or negative. It just, to me, it was like I am crying and I cannot stop. Yeah. So it was really like an eye opening thing being like, man, this has got to be related. Yeah. And then, like, concussions are much. Did then your training, your physical training kind of kicked in? You were like, I don't know. Wait a second, I. You know what, man? It was more common sense because, yes, some physio training, like, I was diagnosed with ADHD. I understand what the prefrontal cortex does that allows us to, you know, regulate our emotions. And then I knew from my head injury that if I had hurt a certain part, it would have been that part, the front of the brain. Yeah. Um, but really, man, I just think you hear these horror stories that go mainstream, like the wrestler who had unfortunately murdered his wife yeah, and his yeah, family, and yeah. and then I, I I've seen I've seen people react acutely in very in ways that their personality wouldn't be. Yeah, like they'd be very aggressive or very dismissive, or yeah. they wouldn't be themselves, and it just sort of clicked, and I was like, yeah. hey, like this isn't cool. So I hadn't slept, I like I hadn't slept four days after this. But at that time, I then went into the two coaches the next day, and I asked them about it, and they were like, "Yeah, kill. That's classic stuff that's yeah. coming out now. You got to watch it." Yeah. So right now, to put more of the, I, I guess the recommendations on it is that first seven days you've got to yeah. really be careful because. Yeah. From what I understand and what I know is the meta- metabolic demands on your brain after a head injury, right, yes. leave concussions yeah. out of it. A head injury is a head yeah. injury, yeah. can range anywhere from three to six weeks. Yeah. And the protocol right now is seven days yeah. rest. Yeah. And then rest for the listener wouldn't be like going to a dark room and do nothing. No, it's the healthy, yeah, well, it doesn't yeah. work for anyone, yeah. right? That's a surefire way to become mentally unwell yeah the big things are like the healthy things so you know make sure you're you're getting your rest try to reduce your work hours less screen time eat healthy go for walks reduce sunlight if you are getting symptoms from light sensitivity um just common sense stuff yeah and um I didn't allow myself to do that. I was exercising at a very high capacity. Yeah. And then the big thing you're looking for after that seven-day mark yeah. is returning, a return, a graded return to play. So usually heart rate is a very good objective measure for that. Oh, so you'd start off light. Yeah. You'd go light jogging. Or for yourself, who's a biker, you'd go very yeah. light. Sure. A couple, yeah, a couple K yeah. or you were a biker or swimming for you yeah. now, yeah. right? Yeah. You. You wouldn't do an hour long. You might do 50 meters, see how you react, take a break. But the big thing then is exertion. So with exertion comes more metabolic demand for your brain to then recover and process and then adapt to the body. And like the big thing for me then was I made a big mistake. I just wanted to be around. I was, it was my new addiction. It was like, okay, I want to learn more about rugby. So we had practiced that night, Tuesday, and I just looked and I was like, can I just, you know, walk in? Yeah. And um, they were like, yeah, no problem. One of the younger guys, we were like suspecting whether he had a head injury too, so I did yeah. an assessment on him. Both of us are standing in as non-contact guys, yeah. and it wasn't to no fault of the player that hit me, but he was just in the middle of a drill. He was young, yeah. playing with men. He was probably a little nervous. Yeah. And he cleared me out. He didn't tack me to the yeah, ground, but yeah. I felt this electric shock. Yeah, yeah. Go down from it literally just, head to say, toe. You like it's in the body. Yeah, it literally would have been like a, a shoulder and just yeah. a wrap. And he didn't yeah. bring me to the ground, but I just felt it right, and it lasted yeah. like a second. And yeah. your man apologized right away. He's like, "So I'm yeah. so sorry." Yeah. Like, hey, don't worry about it. But like to me, that. Uh, Something as innocuous as that or innocent as that yeah. really spoke to where and how severe 
my head injury was and um, I didn't sleep for four days and then it would have been July 20th I had what they would have called and it's, a, it's it sounds like a very it was basically a delusion so yeah. I, the way I describe that is my brain hadn't rested for four days and yeah. I was trying to work I was trying could to you, do all could this. you not know you couldn't think because of the head injury or just couldn't think because you were like young and just out doing stuff or were you I think the big thing for me man looking back was I didn't give myself a chance to rest yeah. so all the experts in the world yeah they have made these protocols yeah. that seem simple but they're very very yeah they're very well thought out so for those seven days minimum yeah you need to really reduce what you're doing but you said you couldn't sleep you said you couldn't sleep for four days couldn't, you, couldn't do you, it man you just couldn't just couldn't get it by wasn't, the, well, yeah it wasn't like you know like we all have sleepless nights there wasn't yeah. any acute stressors in my life there was you're, nothing you weren't like going out like, like no I wasn't drinking at all no man like it was just my my brain for yeah. whatever reason could not shut up and sleep can go extremes oh, on one way right yeah. and um so July 20th, I was in Churchill Square, which we're looking at here. And yeah. um, for any of the listeners, it's a place in St. John's. And um, <coughs> I was not myself. Didn't do anything particularly bad, but yeah. it was worrisome to the public. And thank God yeah. they, I got the treatment I needed. So an ambulance was called. I was yeah. sent to the hospital. Yeah. And then the psychiatric hospital here kept me overnight. And yeah. um, what I was... I knew the resident the next day. She was like, you yeah. seem like yourself. Yeah. And then the psychiatrist who came in just to see what was on the go for the first time, he was like, yeah, you seem fine. Yeah, yeah. But it's rare with head injuries that you have a delusion, but it can happen. Yeah, yeah. And then he said the chances of you having a delusion and again, go way up. Yeah. So I was in the middle of squash provincials. I, I've come to terms with I'm probably never playing contact sports again. Oh, yeah. It's just not worth it for me given symptoms I've had. And, uh, yeah, I was in the middle of that and, um, just a few weird nights sleeping and I was at work. We were working with a few of the young rugby guys doing some strength and conditioning. And, um, I looked at my business partner and I was like, Hey man, I feel like this is happening again. Yeah. And it was worrisome, right? Like I was held yeah. overnight again Jeez. for a couple of days and, um, Basically, the diagnosis wasn't any mental health stuff. They were yeah. like, "We don't think this is because you have ADHD. It's yeah. not bipolar. It's not your your classic mental health stuff." She yeah. basically just said, "You have a susceptibility to hand injuries." Yeah, and this is your this is your like most aggressive symptom, and yeah. like now there's a better. There's no denial from me anymore because that was a yeah. big thing. Was the denial? Yeah, so that's, that's easy to do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Especially like if like I wasn't having any outside issues in terms of yes, my behavior. I've always been a high low kind of guy in sports. Yeah. I had a bit of a bad history that I earned from throwing yeah. rackets and pissing people off and being a bit of a mouthpiece yeah. and all that. But <laughs> like that's sort of a that's just me. Yeah. Right. So Jake Warren, shout out to Jake, yeah. one of the, one of the best, if not the yeah. best, concussion. Physio he's here. He's, he's fantastic. Yeah. He's been looking after me. And he's like, you know, a lot of these things can get blurred. And um, it's an interesting field, right? It's a, it's a silent uh, injury. Yeah. And um, Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I don't think people fully appreciate how it can affect every facet of your life until you've had yeah. an injury, right? Yeah. And, like, you know, I, I, yeah. it's not fair to compare, but, um, like, you can no. definitely relate to this. Yeah. I'm sure you can. I don't want to speak for you. No, no, no. But uh, it, it has made me, for the first time in my life, prioritize my health over any professional yeah. or physical activity goal I've had. Yeah. Right? So it's a blessing in disguise. I, I think, think the very important thing is that you are so honest about it. like when you went to see you see Jamie and your other go to your name but I just forget um yeah but after you after your run you oh the Jamie and Morgan Morgan yeah. yeah you went to see him and you said you just, you just say like oh I'm just I, I quiet I had a very very emotional response after my run yesterday did, did you tell them that you must have been yeah very, I was I very, mean, very I, honest with them so yeah like, dude yeah but it's like and they even like now you're honest but now it's Easy to be honest because you better. No, I was honest then. then. I went to them because exactly. I was concerned. Exactly. Um, now, the, during the game, yeah, I tried to brush it off. Yeah, but well, that's, the, that's, that's your, your It was too, too obvious for yeah. them, and we were fortunate to be way up. Yeah. Not yeah. and honestly, I was only on because yeah. we were way up. I yeah. wasn't one of the better yeah. players. Like it, there was a favor <laughs> that I was on, right? But uh, the yeah, no, it, there is a huge side of that in sport. Yeah. And. Um, you know, athletes are going to want to play. Yeah. And there's there's pre-season testing you can do with pro athletes yeah. that we would have done in Ireland. And, and a lot of guys will say this. They'll say, yeah, or, or women, they'll say, yeah, through those results. Yeah. So that when and if they yeah. have the head injury and they do the, the neurocognitive testing yeah. and the balance testing, that they're, they don't have to operate on the same level. Now, yeah. if you're a skilled clinician... You'll see through. Well, to a certain point, right? Yeah, but yeah, again, yeah. it's uh, it's one thing if you got a bum knee and you see someone limping. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's your head, right? Yeah, so yeah. unless it's very, very bad yeah. and very acute, you're likely not going to see these balance coordination issues. But yeah. that's, that's not always the case. Not yeah. always the case. Yeah. And I think it goes back to being a good clinician, but also... Um, the culture that's put on on the sport, like I will say this here, head injuries have become way way more thorough, and, yeah. and people realize that you don't want to mess with it. And yeah. it's changed a lot in Ireland. It's changed a lot. I can't speak yeah. to hockey here, yeah. Yeah. but it's changed a ton, right? Yeah. And the coaches are better trained in it. Yeah. Players are more aware of it. There's more emphasis put on sports science now. So yeah. having a third party who's probably a little bit biased the team they work yeah. for but aren't coaches aren't players yeah. and are there as the person to make that call yeah it's amazing well, we're, I mean I know the brain association we're hoping to do a program get that with top of Concussion Canada Concussion nice. Lakes Foundation Foundation Canada yep to get the word out about concussions in schools and camps and just younger people it's about just there's no no there seems to be a lack of recognition here, but because it's, yeah. it's, it's getting better, as you said. Yeah, that, and, and it's important. And Jake will say this too. I don't want to take words out of his mouth, but yeah. a lot of concussion experts will say this. A lot of concussions do get better, right? Yeah, uh, uh, they do. Of, they do get better. Yeah. It's the it worst great. thing you can do is not take that time in between to yeah. to heal, um, because if you don't give yourself time to heal, there's this thing called second impact syndrome. Yeah, that can be life threatening. Yeah, like Rowan's law. I talked to actually. Talked to uh, Stringer. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, talked yeah, to, yeah. Talked to him um, just after eight night. This is like this was my being in my pockets was like five years ago. No, five, five, seven, yeah, six, seven years ago. About when he started, he started the campaign to get his 
get that rule, that legislation in Peter Australia. Peter Stringer, is it? Uh, Gordon, honestly, Gordon Bell. Okay, yeah. It's, 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 her, it's her, Ron, Ron Singer's dad. Oh, okay. And, uh, okay, I don't know. Go on. Yeah, he started. He started the campaign to get the legislature Rowan's law and her entire to get the Canadian legislation. Was that was that the young boy who died because of the that? young woman who died? Young woman, girl, young, okay. young, young, young girl, because she was like high school. Oh dear God! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she had taken two, oh, two, uh, yeah, two hits to the head, and at least two, I think. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, you, you do hear that, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, it was, it was a very rugby too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's uh, like you know what? That's the you're not going to get rid of head injuries in contact sports. It's yeah. just about being able to yeah. better manage them, and then within reasons and within the context of the game, I will say this about rugby: there's a huge emphasis on high tackles, yeah, and proper tackle technique that does not exist in American football. Yeah, American football, you do not need to wrap up. Yeah, and uh-huh. there's there's glory and there's a culture of yeah. laying the big hit yeah now there's there's that in anything there's yeah. that in hockey there's yeah. that in in rugby and you have to appreciate so- like soccer yeah like the speed at which that ball goes and then yeah like women and men have to then head the ball yeah there was a guy in Ireland who did a concussion presentation he's one of the better Irish national players and he had to stop playing at 32 oh wow and if you think about it, you soccer, know, soccer man, soccer man yeah. is big too, right? Yeah. People don't appreciate how physical that is, but it, as it relates to the head, yeah, massive, Jeez, massive. Yeah, well, you think about contesting, going up for a ball, the inadvertent times when you'll go to head the ball and you'll hit someone's head, right? And yeah. then just if you don't, just taking the ball, if you hit the ball, right, and you can get it off the right part of your yeah your head, but that's not going to happen all the time. No, nor is like the right part of your head. Is there a right party? Yeah, it's right. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's. I have two minds about it because yeah, I'm always going to be pro I'm sport. Two minds about a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, like, based on testing and like, and then like said, soccer headers. Like, I don't know the whole yeah. physics and the whole research behind it. But some say definitely not. Some say, yeah, maybe. So. It's hard to know. It goes back to yeah. symptoms, and then yeah. you brought it up too. The athlete has to be willing to confide. And yeah, yeah. Too, right? Honestly, it's a big thing for you. For you, always you get you get help is because you're honest to your coaches and everybody. Just yeah. says like, "Look, I'm not feeling well. My like, I'm emotional or whatever." And yeah, it's, it's challenging from the clinician side yeah. because like I can we can assess for muscle imbalance. We can assess yeah. if someone has a tendinopathy yeah. or. These things are easier to see or see patterns in. Yeah. Um, and people who are trained in concussions can see this stuff too. Yeah. But if you don't have honesty in, in terms of what symptoms people tell you, no yeah. matter if it's a concussion or an ankle, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's a it's not a win for the clinician. It's not a win for the athlete because yeah. then it's it's documented and it's not true. Yeah. So yeah, it's tough to know, right? But um, yeah, I think. Like what you guys are doing with the the podcast is amazing, um, and then you're getting a diverse amount of experts. And you guys, and, you guys is just don't do my heart, but you guys is just me. Uh, yeah. There's no, there's no other, no other else on the podcast. No one else drugs here. It's just me. Is it just you? It's just me. Fuck, fair yeah, play, I do, man. Yeah. I do concussion. I could do that. Yeah. Started the past, started the blog in 2010. In nice. 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because they're. Dude, you were starting podcasts before they were cool. Uh, Good for you. Kind of. <laughs> nice. They're really cool. But, yeah. 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 So, like, I, I don't know. From my side, it's it's interesting now that I'm going through the role of the patient. Yeah. And I've not. I would never consider myself a concussion expert. I have to do way more. Yeah. I've gone a different avenue. Yeah. But uh, it's next on my list. Yeah. Because of the sports I've aligned myself with, you, you got a great teacher like Jake. Like yeah, Jake, yeah, I've learned. Like, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, it happened there. Well, that's the, yeah, and I think the best way to learn how to treat something is to go through it yourself, too, yeah. right? But that's true. yeah, I don't know, man. Nick, you can probably speak to this too. I think. Um, I'm not a no, but <laughs> just speaking on some of the mental health stuff, yeah. man, it sucks, right? It it, is, yeah. it really does suck. To go through the head injury stuff, yeah, and um, I would always consider myself a pretty driven dude. And then for 
two or three months after that hit to the head last year. Like you were shot. saying, your, your parents, you're, you're, you're at home, like, lying on your parents, like, you want to do anything, you're lying on your parents. Yeah, so the, the medical term for that is apathetic. Yeah. So it's basically lacking any motivation or yeah. drive. And yeah. I was sleeping 14 hours a day. Uh, shout out to Paragon Physiotherapy, Michael Chryson, wicked dude. <laughs> he was, I was working with him, and um, he allotted me time to go for naps and... He knew my behavior was a bit off and he was just very understanding, very like, I would just say he was very compassionate with it. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really nice to have the support there, but like, man, it was crazy. I was completely content with doing nothing for the first time in my life. And it wasn't that I felt bad about that. Like yeah. usually I'd be like, yeah. man, go do something, yeah. like, get your ass off. But yeah. It was like, it was honestly like my body and my brain was like, you need to do nothing. Yeah. And, um, man, I was forgetting X, Y, and Z. I was looking at notes and I was like, man, I'm spelling stuff wrong. And then the big, 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 like thing I could not, could not ignore then was yes, having the delusion again during provincials, but it was when I was in Barrie, Ontario, pursuing a very, very cool work opportunity. Yeah. Con Physio, there you go, I've got the hat on. Well, yeah, there's Tom Soils and their team, they're amazing. So, I learned a ton when I was there, but I realized I couldn't multitask. Yeah. At the capacity I needed to, and any private healthcare practitioner will tell you it's a grind, right? Yeah. There's paperwork, there's X, Y, and Z, things come up on demand, and I wasn't operating like I was since 2017 going to Ireland and then coming yeah. back and working. So yeah. um, I realized, I was like, man, cognitively not right. Yeah. And luckily that stuff has gotten a lot better. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's scary, man, because the multitude of symptoms you can have. And what I'd really like to reiterate to the listener, yeah. if they get anything out of this, is don't discredit what your emotions are after a head injury. Because right. that stuff is is not your classic dizziness, your headache, your lightheadedness. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that makes you who you are too. Yeah. Right? So you might not be thinking with any like as much like rational thinking, or you might be more emotionally charged. And just appreciate that. Like appreciate that you might have some higher lows and some higher highs, and like be aware of that. And it's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing, but no, if it's, it's if it's an abrupt change in your personality, that's yeah. that's a problem, man. It's, it's a symptom. It's a, it's just like it's just like your your knee hurts. Your brain is like just the same thing. Emotions like it's the same. Although we don't we don't treat the thing, we always think it's something wrong. Your brain means you're some somewhere or the other. But like yeah, it's just, it's just a symptom a symptom of an injury. Big time. Uh, Got to really treat the injury before you can treat the. Uh, or recognize injury before you can treat the symptom. Absolutely, man. It's yeah. Tr- yeah, you have to know the cause, right? Yeah. Before you treat the symptom. Or yeah. or you're just putting a band-aid on a cut knuckle and you keep moving that knuckle, right? <laughs> yeah, you're dead right. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh like it's a, it's an honor to be asked to come on a podcast like yeah, this, yeah, first of all. Um and yeah, I, I think Rugby is probably the greatest sport in the world. I'm biased that. Yeah. And I will also say it's probably the one that's mo- most predisposed yeah. to having concussion issues. So it's it's the evil side, but the real side of it. And um, sports science is getting promising on this, yeah, right? This, so, yeah. So, like, for me, like, there's people out there who've had a lot worse head injuries. People have had a, a many, many more injuries. Yeah. Um, but, again, these, these things, they have to work for you at the end of the day. And... You've got one. You got one brain. You got one body. Yeah. And your body's no good without your brain. Yeah. So yeah. it's humbling, but it's also real. Like um, I wouldn't want anyone to have to go through the lows that I felt after a concussion. Yeah. I, I really yeah. wouldn't. And um, yeah, just for the listener, man, like do not discredit how important. Um, looking after yourself is from that regard mentally and and physically yeah yeah and mentally is even more important yeah honestly yeah. because if you if you're good mentally you can you can help others yeah and then also you can look after yourself right yeah if sure. you're your whole self you're good yeah um that starts with the mental side of things yeah for sure. in my opinion yeah well, these are just these are excellent birds for being here and yeah hopefully people pay attention and uh now I guess I'll get in some time to plug yourself and plug your, your clinic <laughs> and uh, 
podcast or clinic or both, or which how do you want to do it? Yeah, sure, man. We'll do some shame, shameless uh, shameless plugging. Yeah, this so uh, yeah, we uh, we won't disclose where we are in paradise quite just yet. That's, but, new, uh, that's Newfoundland. Yeah, so yeah, Paradise is a, a lovely, lovely community just outside of St. John's and Mount Pearl CBS here. Very growing population. I guess it's good, a town, really. Um, is it? Oh, it is. I'm an A1A townie. Has a mayor? So mayor? Yeah. It, mayor? Uh, it, I don't know. I, it, it is, it's called the town of Paradise. Oh, 100%. Good, there you go. So there you go. we will be working out of there um, sooner rather than later, but. We're also here in St. John's. Uh, we have a small, small clinic. So it's Phil Alcock, Kevin Parafree, and myself, Killian Harness. Uh, we've started a company called PT Lab. And yeah, myself and Kevin do some physiotherapy. Kevin, or, sorry, Phil is a personal trainer and nutrition expert. And all three of us oversee group training. And you're at, you're at Swallers? Yeah, we're at Swallers Rugby Club. So. Uh, Hunter Crosby Road, yeah. uh, next to the Powerplex, and yeah, we're uh, we're just in the middle of building something that's that's hopefully going to do a lot of good and be a lot really helpful for not only athletes but anyone that uh, that has an injury or thinks they can avail or wants to uh, better themselves. So we're we're tackling it from really three different pillars. So I would say four um, would be physiotherapy, strength and conditioning nutrition and then with nutrition goes recovery and recovery is an umbrella term for you know soft tissue cryotherapy which is hot cold and then being healthcare practitioners just giving some basic lifestyle interventions that are in our expertise side of things uh we also have a podcast yeah we've stirred stirred for better and for worse the 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 pot yeah I've always been known the physio pot yeah a little bit of a physio pot and uh, <laughs> you know what listen it's it wasn't the, our intent to do that but yeah. we we did speak our mind um, yeah. one episode in particular but really the emphasis of the podcast is to try and grow our profession and is just a creative outlet yeah uh, that's so we we yeah. have aligned ourselves with interviewing athletes and healthcare practitioners and it goes from anything from sports performance to the sport itself to struggles they've had along the way. We recently had a guy named Mike Doc come on, who's a, yeah. a good family friend of mine who is an Ironman who struggled with cancer and is still battling that. And you know, like that's one example of many. We had Jamie oh. come on speaking about yeah. pro rugby, and yeah, it's uh, you know, listen, if you're not into athletes and movement, it's not a podcast for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you are and you can tolerate. A psycho like me talking to a bunch of cool people, great. And selfishly for me, I've learned a ton. Um, yeah. And it's just been fun. I've always been a guy who's learned a lot from podcasts, and it's cool to have our own one. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's been well-received, and, and it hasn't been well-received. And I don't I don't really care. Yeah. I, I don't care. We're, we're doing it more for yeah. ourselves and, yeah. and to help others. And if people don't like it, that's okay. That's yeah. absolutely yeah. fine. Don't listen. Yeah, and if if you want to check it out, we're uh, yeah, we're gonna find you. Yeah, so where can you find us? I guess uh, Spotify, iTunes, all those platforms. Yeah. Um, and if you, we have a Instagram account. It's uh, underscore PT Lab. Where website is like ninety percent done, but we also have a, an email. It's just PT Lab seven oh nine for Newfoundland at gmail dot com. So let's. That's us, and we have a LinkedIn account as well. And these will all be on the in description of the podcast. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're not. Uh, we're not on Facebook. We're not so on TikTok I, or any of that. Hold off on your webpage. Just let's say. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, because it's not really set up. We can't really get. Yeah, it. I mean, if you want to reach out to us, just pop up the Swallers for you yeah. there. <laughs> and again, put your email address there. So it's PT Lab seven nine. PT Lab seven nine at gmail com. Yeah, that would be the the easiest way to contact yeah. us. And if you ever want a good Guinness on tap, Swallers Rugby Club now is Guinness tap. So excellent. Well, and I there you go. Look forward to coming on the podcast. Yeah. And before I get just those ones are here. It's a prize question for you. But how did the? Because when you were here last week, when we yeah. actually didn't record well, with too much distortion. But uh, you said you had you were playing tennis that weekend last weekend. Oh yeah, so home? local legend here, yeah. uh, Jack Hurley. It was his memorial yeah. tournament. He passed away 
of ALS, and um, there was a great turnout. Hundred and one, nice. Hundred and one people played. Nice. There was a. Uh, you play with your mom. Right? I played with my mom. Yeah, we had a good time. We, we didn't we didn't lift the trophy, but it wasn't about that. How close were you? We weren't close. Yeah, very close. It was nothing to do with my mom. I'm washed up, man. I haven't played properly. I haven't played properly in 14 years. Dennis and I don't have a very good relationship. I was a, I was a John McEnroe wannabe. I, uh, I was definitely an angry, angry kid when I was playing. I didn't like to lose. Um, but yeah, it, who does? Uh, who does? Those individual sports are a dichotomy, man. Yeah. They teach a lot of discipline, but they can be very, very destructive yes. as well. So. Uh, there's good to him too, but you know, not to take it away from that. Jack Jack did so much good for everyone, yeah. and of any coach I had, he probably instilled some very very good life life advice and one liners that I appreciate now more than I ever did because I didn't understand them when I was thirteen and fifteen. And yeah. um, one of my main coaches was his son, so he had four sons. Two of them flew back and played. It was just, it was awesome. Like yeah. it was it was cool to to have a memorial tournament in his name and then to see his family and then see you know the tennis community come together and yeah make it more about jack the man and uh we had a social it was great to see some old players and see some old friends and i coached for a couple years it's good to see some of the kids as well and god bless the guy who ran the tournament he's 15 years old he's a stud tennis player i won't say his name because i haven't asked for permission but (laughs) he basically did the job of three people and you know the guy could run for like premier and i'd vote for him 15 years old grade nine man he might be 14 (laughs) who knows but like honestly i think he's he's much more mature than i am but yeah the um Sports, sports for our for St. John's is growing live and well, and yeah. um, it's cool to have this be a profession or try and call yeah. it a profession. Yeah. Who knows? I might be waiting tables in a few years, but uh, it's cool, man. And like, I love what you're doing, Nick. Nice. It's really cool Thanks. what you're doing, and some of the guests you've had on have been phenomenal. And yeah. um, I think you're doing a lot of good for concussion awareness. Nice. So Thanks a lot. Keep well, it up, buddy. Your uh, Gary presentation today was great too. So. Thank you so much. And I hope everybody, if you took some, took some advice, I took some wisdom from your, well, some advice from your wisdom. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to having you on ours yeah, too, man. I your, can't your story, for that. Your story is is tragic, but also very inspirational yeah. at the same time, right? Thanks. So, thank you. Yeah. So uh, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, hope this one. Well, if you're listening, then this stuff is you did go out, so I'm kind of talking about nothing here. But uh, hopefully, there's no distortion. And this will actually be recording, and I'm leaning towards. I think as we go, yeah, see, do all this now. So now it's off because keep your stick on the ice. Yes. <laughs> so uh, thank you, everybody, and uh, hope you listen again soon next week. Who do you got on next week? Uh, Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 